the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. From our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Seasoned expert on race, religion, relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Phone lines are open now, 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. Good afternoon, friends. It's David Anderson live right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are, in your in your car somewhere, maybe in your kitchen, or maybe you're listening to me at the office, watching me on my Facebook Live page, or on your computer, or on your smartphone, or even my YouTube page, Anderson Speaks is my handle there. Thanks a lot for tuning in. And then, of course, on the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast, second in the entire country, W-A-V-A, 105.1 FM, right here in the nation's capital. I'm your bridge-building voice for the first half hour, for the first hour of Rush Hour. So thanks a lot for tuning in. Today is Theological Thursday. We normally roll with Marriage Mondays, Tough Topic Tuesdays, Wisdom Wednesdays, Theological Thursdays, that's today, and then Open Phone-In Fridays, anything you want to talk to me about tomorrow on Friday is fair game and by the way if you want to get my um, friday morning inspirational text make sure you text the word inspire to five zero five 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 all right the word inspire to five zero five 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 and you'll receive my friday morning shot in the arm of inspiration okay if you want to call me today about today's topic which i'm about to tee up in just a moment feel free to give me a call the number is 888-43-BRIDGE, and today we're going to talk about the theology of spiritual authority. The theology of spiritual authority, what does it mean to have spiritual authority? Uh, can you speak against uh, and over and walk through uh, the enemy's camp because you have spiritual authority? Do you Is spiritual authority invested in uh, church officers, pastors, and and elders, bishops, deacons, and so forth, and who has it, who doesn't, what does it mean? That's what we're going to talk about today. So if you have questions about spiritual authority, about what authority you have in Christ, uh, give me a call. Maybe uh, you feel like there's spiritual authority that's really turned into spiritual uh, abuse. Let me know about that as well. Maybe you feel like someone's taken their spiritual authority too far. But let's have the conversation. My phone number is 888 432 7434. 
You interested in this topic? Well, I think you might be. I have a word for you in just a moment, and I'd love for you to respond to what I'm going to read in Matthew chapter 16. But first, I want to bow for a word of prayer, commit our time to the Lord, and ask him to use us as we connect one with another. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, thank you for the word, and thank you for the opportunity to make connection with regard to spiritual authority in your word. We ask that you be with us today as we have this conversation. Amen and amen in Jesus' name. Amen. A couple, couple other ways you can get a hold of me. You can always go to andersonspeaks.com. That's andersonspeaks.com. Or you can go to embracegracism.com, my favorite website. There you can learn what it means to be a gracist and what the seven sayings of a gracist are, and as well as uh, many other things. So go ahead and check me out there, embracegracism.com. Uh, and then uh, let me just tell you that as we are going through the word today, feel free to give me a call at any time. My lines are now open, but I want to take you to the opened word of God. Check this out. It says, and maybe you've heard this before in uh, Matthew 16, but uh, Jesus says, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. and Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Uh, then he, so let me just stop right there. What does that mean, to bind and to loose? Well, a couple of things. Notice uh, that he does, the writer, uh, well, the speaker, Jesus, does tell us that we've been given the keys to the kingdom. But who is he talking to? He's talking to Simon uh, Peter. Do you remember what happened when Jesus was asking his disciples, who do men say that I am? And they were given all kind of answers. They were some, some were saying John the Baptist. Others replied Elijah. Some replied Jeremiah or one of the prophets. Uh, but what about you, Jesus asks, who do you say I am? And then Peter, Simon Peter steps up and he answers, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. So Peter makes the confession that Jesus is the Christ. Now, I want you to notice Jesus' response after Peter's confession. Check this out. Jesus replied, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for this was not revealed to you by man, but by my Father in heaven. Where's his Father? In heaven. So what did Peter say? He said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And how is Peter able to do this? Because it was revealed to him by the Father in heaven. And then Jesus says, and I tell you, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. I will give you keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Let me tell you what's happening here. First of all, uh, Simon was met Jesus in John chapter one, and in John chapter one, he 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 has this encounter with Jesus. And I don't know if you'll remember, but his name was different. Did you know that? When when Jesus meets them, I want you to see what it says. Jesus looked at him, talking about Simon, and said, "You are Simon, son of John. You will be called Cephas." which when translated is Peter. So you are Simon, but you will be called Cephas or Peter. 
Do you know what Peter means? Peter means rock. All right. So here you have Jesus in Matthew 16. After three years of walking with Jesus, Peter has always been known as Simon. And if you look at the scriptures, you'll see Simon, Simon, Simon. Sometimes they'll say Simon Peter. But Jesus never says it. Jesus called him Simon. He says, you will be called Peter. And now Jesus, for the second time, says, you are Peter. In other words, he said, you will be Peter. That's when he used the name Peter the first time. And then second time he uses it three years later, you are Peter. So he was Simon. He, it was prophesied that one day you will become Peter the Rock. You're not Peter the Rock yet. By the time you walk with me for three years, you're going to walk into your purpose and your name will change. Because remember, he changes names based on purpose. And you can take this all the way to the Old Testament, Abram to Abraham, and the, the list goes on. Joseph to Israel, all that, all that. Okay. So I want you to notice from Sarah to Sarai and, and all that. I want you to notice that he says in this chapter, you are Peter. And upon this rock, Peter, I will build my church. We're going to build on this. I want you to capture your notes on this one. This is going to be a, a big deal when it's revealed to you. And so come on back. If you want to get in a conversation, call me, 888-432-7434. would love for you to join his public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson on Facebook, and when you see his smiling face, click like. It's a great way for you to connect with and follow Dr. Anderson. Plus, you can watch Real Talk with Dr. Anderson's radio program live or search past episodes. Real Talk with Dr. Anderson on Facebook. Join the group today. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. 
You can call our hotline at any time at 888-432-7434. That's 888-43-BRIDGE. To watch us on Facebook Live or to check out previous broadcasts, visit Dr. Anderson's public Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click Like. Join our text community and receive a free weekly textpiration from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 50555. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 50555. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. It's Theological Thursday, and we're talking about the theology of spiritual authority. And we're hanging out in this passage in Matthew 16 where the Lord says, I will give you keys to the kingdom of heaven. What you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and what you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. What does that mean? So we had to back it up from that verse, okay, uh, verse 19, to back it up to the greater context, which is Jesus asking people, who do I say I am? And Simon says, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus responds. And what does he say? He says, that was revealed to you by your father in heaven. He says, you are Peter. And upon this rock, I will build my church. That's verse 18, Matthew 16, 18. And I tell you that you are Peter. What did we learn? We learned in John 1, when Jesus met Simon for the first, first time, he said, you will be called Peter. And now here we have three years later in Matthew 16, 18, and Jesus says, you are Peter. So what happens between the will be and the are? Uh, Jesus takes Peter under his wing. Peter is now being a disciple, walking with Jesus. And finally, when Peter makes his confession, Simon makes his confession of who Christ is, then Christ tells him who he is. In other words, if you want to know who you are, you must first confess who he is. If I want to know who I am and why I was created, I must first confess uh, my connection to the creator. And so once he said, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God, then Jesus was able to turn to him and say, you are Peter. And by the way, upon this rock, upon this confession or upon you as the sort of the first preacher of the church that I'm going to start, I'm going to build this church. And of course, I am the cornerstone. I am the foundation. Why is that important? Because when he then says, I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Peter, Peter was not able to use that until Peter uh, lived in his purpose, until Peter understood what happened. What happened? Heaven spoke to him. When heaven revealed that answer, that answer came from the Father in heaven, there was a connection between heaven and earth. And so now Jesus is saying, I'm going to give you a connection to heaven and earth. I'm going to give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. There's now a connection between heaven and earth. All right. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Now, what does it mean then to have the keys to the kingdom? Well, first of all, notice it's plural keys, not just one key to the kingdom of heaven, but keys to the kingdom of heaven. Uh, what Wayne Grudem says in Matthew 18, that one key has to do with uh, church discipline, because in chapter 18 of of Matthew, it ta- it uses that same terminology. Uh, whatever you bind uh, you know, on earth will be bound in heaven when it's talking about uh, church discipline. 
when uh, somebody is not uh, following Christ and you go to them and share uh, with them that they need to repent and they still don't do it. You take two or three witnesses and they still don't do it. You tell it to the church. This person still refuses to repent. Therefore, treat them like a tax collector or sinner. And then Jesus says in Matthew 18, 18, I tell you the truth, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. So in a sense, church authority, uh, the church is given the authority to have discipline, spiritual authority over its members, spiritual authority over people who call your church their home. The, the leaders of that church, the elders and the pastors have spiritual authority over you, and they have the authority to instruct you and to correct you. OK, so that's where that spiritual authority, that's one of the keys to the kingdom. The power of the church has the uh, spiritual authority that has been downloaded from God, uh, from heaven. He has placed that authority in the church. And so your pastors, your elders, OK, your ministry leaders are the spiritual authority that God has put over you. And then if there's an issue of instruction or correction, uh, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loose in heaven. In other words, heaven comes into agreement with the spiritual authority that has been placed over you. Okay? So that's one key to the kingdom. What are the other keys? Who knows? There's some here has now been given the authority to bind and to loose. And you and I have been given the authority in Christ to bind and to loose once we come into Christ. But first we have to say that we have uh, confessed Christ as Lord and Savior. We've confessed Christ. Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. When you confess Christ, you are now given uh, the spiritual authority that comes with that. Not only salvation, but spiritual authority. So what does that mean? That means that when you walk into the devil's territory, when you take ground for Christ, you have authority and victory over the enemy's territory. And they say, well, Pastor, how do, how do I know this? How do I put this in effect? Well, remember, and I'll take your calls in a minute, but, you know, the lines are open, but I just want to teach this for a second to give us some uh, sort of uh, foundation. You can call, though, 888-43-BRIDGE. But I want you to understand the spiritual foundation here, and that is you have been given authority and victory over the enemy. Spiritual authority is downloaded to you from heaven, and whatever you bind on the earth, heaven will agree with. We'll put it like that. And whatever is bound and, and loosed on the earth, heaven will agree with. That is what spiritual authority means. I can walk into territory that the enemy has, and by the power invested in me, I can walk in under the authority of Christ, and I can speak under the authority of Christ. And if I bind it on the earth, heaven will agree. If I loose it on the earth, heaven will agree. Why? Because that spiritual authority has been given to me. Because the keys of the kingdom have been given to me. Keys are about authority and access, right? Keys are about authority. I have the authority to use this key to walk into this building and access. It actually is the door to get me into that building. And what keys do is they give you they, you're both. You have authority and you have access. Now, you say authority and access to what? Let me give you my number real quick, and then I'll answer that question. 888-432-7434. Just getting excited about teaching in this first half hour. Here's the number again, 888-432-7434, or just remember the word bridge, 888-43-BRIDGE. If you're just joining us, it's the theology of spiritual authority, and we're talking about the authority that you have in Christ. I hope you're getting uh, holding on to this. I hope that you're 
taking this teaching in. This is so important for you to get that when you walk on the earth, even if you're walking into the enemy's territory, if you've confessed Christ and he's given you the keys to the kingdom, that means you have authority and you have access and whatever you bind or loose on the earth, heaven will agree with. And then you say, well, but how does that, that look like? Well, let me tell you. Remember what it said when he says, I will build my church? What does he say? And the gates of hell or Hades will not prevail against it. In other words, you can't have gates without keys and keys without gates. The gates and the keys match together. So if the gates of hell are around a territory, if the gates of hell are around your family, if the gates of hell are around your health, if the gates of hell are around your finances, if the gates of hell are around your community, right? Well, now you have the keys to the kingdom of heaven. So when you walk into that territory that the enemy has put gates around, you now have the authority to walk in and have access to it and to bind it or to loose it. Hmm. Think about that. That's power. That's authority. And it comes from God for those who confess Christ. Thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. That wasn't revealed to you except by the Father in heaven. So now heaven and earth have just come into connection. And now he's saying, I will build my church. I meaning he's the builder. My meaning he's the owner. I, he builds it, will build my church. He owns it. And so therefore, any gates that have been put around the church that the enemy is trying to uh, hedge off, any gates that the enemy tries to put in your community or in your family or whatever, you as a believer have the spiritual authority to walk in and to bind it in the name of Jesus if it's something that needs to be bound. To loose it in the name of Jesus if it's something that needs to be loosed. And you do it on the earth. Heaven will agree. Heaven will affirm. Heaven will approve. And heaven will give you the empowerment to walk by faith in that. You got it? 888-432-7434. Now you can respond to this teaching. What do you think about this? Spiritual authority is given to those who confess Christ. And God gives them that authority to walk into in areas of victory and there's no gate that can stop you. So instead of asking the question, who's going who's gonna to stop me, you can now answer that question. No one can stop me if I'm walking in the authority of Christ. Did you know you had that authority? 888-432-7434. Any questions about spiritual authority in your church or in your own personal life? I'd love to talk to you about it. Here is my number, 888-432-7434. I hope you're holding on to this because when I get to the second half of the show, I want to talk to you about it. I want you to ask questions because if you actually get a hold of what I'm teaching you in this first half hour, it really could change how you walk by faith and not by sight when you know that the enemy can't stop you. It's no longer who's going to let me, it's who's going to stop me. If God has called me to this country, if God has called me uh, to that ministry, if God has called me to this neighborhood, if God has called me to this kind of marriage, listen, I have the authority, the spiritual authority to bind and to loose, and heaven will agree. 
Uh, heaven will approve. Heaven will give me everything I need to follow through with my purpose and my calling. And that's exactly what happened to Peter. When he began to preach, the Holy Spirit came and gave him the help he needed in order to do what otherwise he could never do. I know I'm getting excited and I'm getting all preachy, but it is Theological Thursday, so I can kind of do this on Theological Thursday. And, and I hope I wanted the latest foundation because I can't wait for you to respond. And I, I mean, I see that you're up there on my on my screen and I am going to come to you in just a moment. Uh, but I just want to make sure I settle this because when I get to the other side of the break, then we can have the conversation. But I want to make sure you got it because it's really dense. A lot of it was dense. Remember, his name was Simon, and Jesus said, you will be called Cephas Peter. And then three years later, after he walked with Jesus, once he confessed who Jesus was, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God, it was then that Jesus says, you are Peter. If you want to know who you are, confess who Christ is first. And when you get to know Christ, the creator, then you'll begin to realize who you are. You're trying to figure out what your purpose is. You're trying to figure out what your calling is. First, figure out who Christ is. And once you figure out who the master is, then you'll understand what the mission is. Wow. I'm getting excited. I'm getting excited. But I got to take a break. As soon as I get back from this commercial break, I'm coming to you. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. You better give me a call and get in where you fit in right now because this is a word. And I'm just back shortly. Two turntables and a microphone. I was flipping over 33s, working on rhymes and melodies, searching for some more of you. It's never been my dream to see my face in magazines. It's always been. If you're shackled with credit card debt, it can feel like credit card companies own you, and they know it. But here's what they don't want you to know. If you have more than $10,000 in credit card debt, you may not have to pay it all off. And I'm not talking bankruptcy or debt consolidation. For a free estimate on how much of your credit card debt could be forgiven, call 1-800-400-0976. Debt Hero was created to stand up for everyday Americans against the big credit card companies. With a phone call, you can get free information on how we could settle your debt for a lot less than you owe. So don't let the credit card companies control you. To see how much of your debt could be forgiven, call 1-800-400-0976. This five-minute savings estimate is free, so you've got nothing to lose except your debt. Call 1-800-400-0976. Debt Hero, bringing your debt to zero. 1-800-400-0976. That's 1-800-400-0976. Who's a sweetheart? <gasps> Who's Auntie's Printerin's pal? You are. Oh, Donna, he's so cute. Thanks, isn't he? Ugh, I wish my wireless bill were cute. I hate opening this thing every month. Stop overpaying for wireless and upgrade to the brilliant iPhone Tenar with Sprint. Why? Because Sprint will give you both an unlimited plan and the brilliant iPhone Tenar lease for just $35 per month. Both? For that price? Both. Both. Was that the baby? How did he say that without teeth? 
Right now at Sprint, get an unlimited plan and an iPhone XR lease for just $35 per month. And there's no trade-in required. Visit a Sprint store, Sprint.com, or call 800-SPRINT-1. Phone $15 per month after $16.25 per month. Credit applied within two bills. Requires 18-month lease. If you cancel early, remaining balance due after 430 pay $32 per line with auto pay for unlimited basic one. Hulu ad support a plan for account coverage and offer not available everywhere. Swiss taxes, fees, and roaming speed. Maximums use rules. 30 activation fee and restrictions apply. Sound Theaters invites you to a special event. Coming to movie theaters nationwide for three days only. Noah, I will cover the earth with a great flood. A flood? You must build an ark. Come on board for one of the world's best-known voyages in this original stage production filmed in front of a live audience. Lord, thank you. I couldn't have done any of this without you. Noah, in movie theaters nationwide for three days only. For locations, visit noahevent.com. Important bulletin regarding the secret tech stock that everyone is suddenly talking about. The tech stock is set to create 50,000 new jobs right here in America. Donald Trump himself called what they're doing the eighth wonder of the world. And the company is collecting billions from the tech giants, including over $30 billion just from Apple, Nokia, and Microsoft. Yet here's the most intriguing part. This $3 stock trades under a secret name. Just go to OneStockRetirementNow.com to get the whole story. It's Theological Thursday, and you're tuned in to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Thank you so much for being on my Facebook page, YouTube channel, and on WAVA 105.1 FM. Today we're talking about spiritual authority and the theology of it. What does it mean to bind and to loose? Binding and loosing. This is good stuff. If you're just joining us, we've been talking from uh, Peter's uh, account, or really it's Matthew's account of Jesus' interaction with Simon, where Jesus asks, who do men say that I am? And uh, Simon says, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. And through that confession of who Christ is, he realized what, who he was. Because uh, this is the first time that Jesus says, you are Peter. In other words, remember when I met you three years ago, I said, you will be Peter. Well, guess what? Today you are. It's like graduation. Today you have graduated. In a sense, that's exactly what happens here. You are Peter. You have now stepped into your purpose. And by the way, uh, your purpose is I'm going to use you to start uh, the Christian church. And uh, it's upon this rock, this confession, myself and all of that, that I'm going to build this church. And now I'm going to give you the keys to the kingdom. That's when you know you've graduated. When someone says, here are the keys. (laughs) That's when you know you have authority. That's when you know you have access. When someone says, it's your car. Here are the keys. It's your building. Here are the keys. You're now the boss. Here are the keys. You now have this job. Here are the keys. Jesus is now saying, you have graduated from just being uh, someone who's been walking with me for three years. Now it's time for you to mature. You, you, you now cross this milestone. The keys of the kingdom are yours. And those keys are whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. And the gates of hell, guess what? You can walk right through them now. Wow. Okay. So that is, that is the recap. Now I'm going to go to the phone lines. Uh, and it will, we'll teach some more if we get a minute to. But let's go to uh, Manassas, Virginia, and talk to DJ, who's on the line. Hey, DJ, it's Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? I'm doing well, sir, and you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging out with me, my friend. What are you thinking? Not a problem. 
Um, not a problem. I do it every day. Um, thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. Um, I just want to kind of get an understanding, uh, make sure I understood um, what you were saying here. Yes. Um, when Jesus said that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, I was always under the impression that Jesus was talking about the confession Peter made that he was going to build his church upon and yeah. not building his church upon Peter being the rock. Well, yeah, so some would say it's upon the confession. Others would say it's upon Peter. And most would say Jesus is the cornerstone anyway. I say, why not all three? Uh, but if you want to be technical, I think, you, you know, you, but you know what I'm saying? Because if, if you say his confession, you're absolutely right on the confession of Christ. If you say Peter, you're right, too, because when you think about it, uh, he used Peter as the first pope, as the first uh, uh, preacher to give birth in Acts chapter 2. So, you know, but Jesus is okay. Jesus is the foundation. He is the rock, you know, we're all little stones and he's the cornerstone. So really, right. you know, whether it's the confession of Christ, whether it's uh, using Peter uh, to be the founder, if you will, if you want to put it like that, the first pastor, whatever, or if it's Jesus himself, I, th I just kind of wrap them all together. Okay, all right. I, I don't have a. I, I, can, I can go with that. Yeah, so go there you go. We can get to heaven and ask we the. We just can't leave Jesus out. We can't leave Jesus out. And we can't forget that he is the solid rock, and we're all little living Amen. stones. Amen. And here's the thing. And when you read Peter's, if you read Peter, First Peter, he actually calls us living stones. Uh -huh. You know, so Peter right. Peter doesn't see himself right. as the foundation foundational stone but we who are building the church according okay. are living stones so we're all a part of this thing okay. but we already know that jesus is the ultimate foundation and the cornerstone amen amen brother love you man <laughs> love you back brother all right let me go to mario in stafford virginia hey mario it's dr anderson here how you doing i'm doing good dr anderson how are you i'm alive and grateful thank you so much for calling What's your comment or question? Well, my comment is actually uh, one of uh, two scriptures. Now, what you had said before is that Peter, um, that when Jesus asked him, who do some say that I am? Yes, sir. And Peter said that you are the rock. Um, well, first of all, the, the, the scripture also says that Jesus says, actually, that no man can come to me except through the Father, yes. which, which draws him. Yes. Okay? Yes, sir. Uh, so you can, you, if you can look up that scripture. Yeah. Um, and then also it says it is impossible to please God. Yeah. Or um, without uh, faith. If you, uh, it's in Hebrews 11, 6. Mm -hmm. Without what? faith, it's impossible to please God. And those that come to God must first know that he exists. That's right. That's so that's right. what Peter did. He knew that Jesus existed. Well, he, God existed. Jesus was yeah, Christ. Yeah, but he knew he knew he existed because so, he walked yeah. with him for three years. But he didn't finally. He didn't. It wasn't revealed to him that this was the Christ, the Anointed One from God, until until he made that confession with his mouth. Is is my is my viewpoint? Yes, and that was the drawing. Mm -hmm. Yes, and that was the drawing of uh, the first scripture that I had given. That's you. right. I forget where it is, but you know the yeah. scripture that I'm talking Probably about. Probably so, John six four four. You know, he wouldn't been yep. able to do. Yeah, yep. he wouldn't have been able to do that unless the father drew Amen. him to 
Christ to be able to believe Absolutely. That. I 100%. I love it. I 100% agree with it. And this is why Jesus says to him, you didn't come up with that. That was revealed to you by the Father in right. heaven. So I love it. Thank you so much, Mario, Amen. from Amen. Stafford, Virginia. This yeah. is good stuff. I got some students. I got some theologians. I got some followers of Christ that just want to kick it. So thank you so much. Give me a call. Let's talk about this some more on the other side of the break. We're talking about spiritual authority and what you have as a follower of Christ, as a living stone if Christ is in you, you have the authority of Christ to bind and to loose. I'll be right back. Want more Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson? You can now catch Dr. Anderson's half-hour radio highlight show on Saturdays at 7 p.m. right here on WAVA 105.1. You'll enjoy recent conversations he's had with callers to this show. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition, Saturday, 7 p.m. on WAVA. Check it out. For more information about Dr. Anderson, visit andersonspeaks.com. When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Diglu answered in one of her essays like this. I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Diglu Hailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply or call 1-800-933-6188. Does your church have legal challenges? McCullum & Associates has experience with pastor-church relations, administration and organizational issues, real estate issues, church liability, and risk management. This firm understands the legal aspects of the problems as well as the spiritual implications of those same problems inside and outside the court. Call McCullum & Associates today at 301-864-6070. That's 301-864-6070. This Easter, Breakthrough starring Chrissy Metz. All right, get off the ice. He's been underwater for 15 minutes. The odds were against her son. He's had no pulse for over an hour. Until his mother's prayer. Please send her mysterious her name, my son. Proved the impossible. We've got a mom. On April 17th. I don't believe John will survive tonight. Discover the incredible true story of an extraordinary miracle. I will never give up on my son. Breakthrough. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. For tickets, go to BreakthroughMovie.com. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, live here in the nation's capital. If you're trying to get a master's or a doctorate degree and you want to do distance study where you just go for a period of time and then come back, you don't have to leave your job or anything like that, then check out OGS.edu. I'm the chancellor there, and you can get started really, really quickly for not a lot of money. So get in on this one, OGS.edu. Make sure you tell them the chancellor sent you. 
All right, listen, today we are talking about spiritual authority. I only have a few minutes left, uh, about 10 minutes or so, so I need you to uh, give me a call if you want to talk to me about this topic, but I'm excited to talk to you because we have authority that Christ has given us when we have Christ in us. That authority does not come to those that don't have Christ in them, okay? It's the power of Christ in you. All right. And I like what one of my folks on uh, Facebook Live said, uh, Mark Francis, we don't come to Christ from just information alone, but revelation. Wow. Thanks, Mark. I like it. That's true. Like like uh, Jesus said to to Peter. uh, Yeah. You didn't come up with that, buddy. Uh, Your father in heaven revealed it to you. N.B. Tamba. Hello to you. And Connie Robinson. Hello to you. Sherelle Jones Whitfield. Uh, good afternoon, and thank you so much, Rebecca Rodriguez and Rosetta Camella, Stephen Fagan, for uh, hanging out with me uh, today on Facebook Live. So we're talking about spiritual authority, binding and loosing. And so God gives the church power uh, to bind and to loose. And you are the church. It's not a building. Uh, we are living stones, but it's a, it's a building that's not made by hands. And when you are in Christ, when you're walking in Christ's authority, you can actually speak uh and 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 walk uh into situations and what you need to say all right is you know i I am binding or i am loosing something you can use that language uh not to be a spiritual hocus pocus or uh abracadabra but simply because the lord said uh that we have the authority to bind on earth and then heaven will agree or to loose on earth and heaven will agree. But how do you know unless you step out in faith and do it? You've got to believe it. You've got to walk in faith. Like uh, one of my callers said, we, uh, you know, without faith it's impossible to please God. You can't activate this authority in your life if you don't use it. One time I, uh, uh, somebody was at my uh, house and they wanted to get into the vacation home I had at the time, and, um, and they, could, they couldn't get in because they didn't have the key. So once I told them where the key was, they were able to get in. So you, you got to have a key to go through the door. Well, what happens when I give you the key? You're still not in. The only time you can get in is when you actually stick the key in and turn it and walk in. So you got to walk by faith, not by sight. You, you can't just have the keys to the kingdom. you got to use the keys, right? The gates of hell will not prevail against you. But if you don't use the keys by faith to open up the gates that the enemy is hedging you in, then you're not going to walk out. You understand? So he does not have the power and authority. Gates don't have power and authority. Keys do. All right. Gates are just there to keep people out or to keep people in. But the way you get through the gate is through a key and the key has the ability. You don't even have to knock the whole gate down. You don't have to bulldoze the whole gate down. You don't have to shake the gate down. All you need is a small little thing called a key. Stick it in, turn it, and you're walking right through. That's the kind of authority that God has given you. And this is why Jesus says in the Great Commission, and by the way, if you do want to call me, I'll take your calls. Uh, I'm just preaching right now. 888-432-7434. 888-432-7434. Uh, just about uh, seven, eight minutes with you left. 888-43-BRIDGE. If you have a question about spiritual authority, uh, then give me a call. And let me go right back to the to the scriptures here. We're at the end of Jesus's um, time on earth. He gives something to his uh, 11 disciples at the time called what we call affectionately the Great Commission. And this is what Jesus says. Then Jesus came to them and said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go. 
and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey uh, everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Christ is always with us. And he says, based on the authority that's been given to me on earth and in heaven, go, go do what I've commissioned you to do. And that is to make disciples of all nations. So guess what? You and I have the authority to go anywhere to share the power of the gospel and the enemy cannot stop us. What do you think about that? You have been given the power and the authority to go share the gospel and to make disciples and the enemy cannot stop us because his gates will not hold against the keys of the kingdom of heaven that have been given. What do you think about that? 888-432-7434. You have been given spiritual authority and the church has been given spiritual authority and the church officers, uh, the pastors and the teachers and the elders and the overseers and the bishops. Spiritual authority has been invested in them to oversee God's church, which means if you come up under a church, you come up under that church's authority, uh, you come up under that church's covering. And that's why some people don't want to go to church because they don't really want to come under the covering and uh, they don't want to come under the authority of a pastor or of a group of elders or whatever it may be. And again, God gives us free will and volition. So, you know, you don't have to. But when you choose to, then you are placing and submitting yourself under authority. It's just like a woman doesn't have to be married. But if she chooses to marry this man, she's also saying, I'm coming up under the covering of this man. This is why she takes his last name, right? I mean, you don't, again, you don't have to. You can keep your own last name if you want to. But part of uh, s taking your last name away uh, is you're saying, I'm coming up under the authority of, I'm coming up under uh, the, the covering of Anderson. So Amber could have kept her her name, Kim, her last name Kim, her Korean last name, or her American last name, Tanis, uh, from the people that adopted her. But when she married me, she didn't keep Kim. She didn't keep Tanis. She took Anderson. Why? Because she's coming up under my covering uh, voluntarily. I'm not. It's not war. I don't take you over and now make you. All right, we're not talking about uh, kingdoms of war. We're talking about when we by our own volition and will decide that we're going to come up under the covering of a church, the covering of a of another person, even of a job or whatever it may be, we are voluntarily choosing to come up under that covering and under that authority. And then what you're supposed to do is to make the leadership of those whose authority you have come under a joy. You should make their leadership a joy. That's why in Hebrews 11 he says, uh, you literally are making your leaders uh, leadership, a joy by the way you submit to them. All right, what do you think about all this? Let's go to Samuel in uh, Manassas, Virginia. Uh, hi, Samuel. Welcome to the show. I'm glad you're with me. What's your comment or question? Uh, question and comment. Okay. Uh, how is it and why is it that uh, even though Christ gave that authority, it is not exercised in many denominations? Some Mm -hmm. Use it, yeah, and talk about it. And yeah. some of it, uh, some of uh, the churches don't. Yeah, and uh, that's one thing. Then the other thing is even between the deacons and the elders and the pastor, even though they believe it and know it, they still don't exercise it. Yes, yes. 
Hey, first of all, thank you for your comment and your question. I believe that uh, many don't use it because they don't believe it. Because you have to walk by faith and not by sight. And they're afraid that if they open their mouth and actually say it, it may not come true. And so I think that this is an exercise of one's faith. Uh, and once you begin to walk in that realm of faith, uh, then you will do it. Uh, but if you don't do it, then you'll lose it. You know, that's the thing. Use it or lose it. You can have this authority, but if you ne if you keep the key in your pocket, it's never going to open the door. It's going to stay in your pocket. And I think that's the same here. A lot of ministries uh, uh, don't use it uh, because uh, they keep the keys in their pocket because they may believe that the key doesn't work. Hey, listen, Samuel, I've got to run. Thank you for your comment and your question. I'll be right back. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Matchless love and beauty, endless word. Nothing in this world. Message and bigger rates may apply. Do you want to learn how to get started making money flipping houses right here in Washington, D.C.? If so, we have an amazing opportunity for you. We're looking for a small group of motivated individuals to join our real estate investing team. You'll be introduced to our three-step system for flipping homes right here in the local area. This is Stan Merrill, star of Annie's hit TV show, Flip This House. My team and I are looking for a handful of people in the Washington, D.C. area who want to learn how to get started making money flipping houses in your spare time using other people's money. Washington, D.C. is a perfect market for my system, and next week I'm holding a free two-hour educational workshop where we'll share how to get started making money flipping houses and how to build long-term wealth with income properties. To get two free tickets to Than's workshop, text your five-digit zip code to 82000. Seating is extremely limited, so text your five-digit zip code to 82000. Text in the next 10 minutes, and you'll also reserve a free copy of Than's Money for Deals Guide. Just text your zip code to 82000. Do you ever wish you could understand the Bible like your favorite author or pastor? Do you have a deep hunger for the Word of God, but you don't know where to begin? I'm Josh Bleeker, Dean of Dallas Theological Seminary's D.C. campus, and I've got great news. You can study all 66 books of the Bible from Genesis to Revelation right here in the DMV. Wondering if you have the time? Our flexible hybrid model combines online lectures with on-campus sessions. A typical class only requires three Saturdays on campus. We're more flexible than you thought and more affordable. DTS is offering every new student a $1,000 newcomer scholarship to start classes. That's right, $1,000 towards your first class at DTS in D.C. No need to uproot your life in order to study the scriptures. I'm personally inviting you to join us for a seminary preview day on April 6th. Sit in on class, explore campus, and eat lunch with the faculty. Google DTS in D.C. or learn more at dts.edu slash WAVA. CTO Chef. Do you need to sell your house yesterday? Did you know a cash investor will only give you pennies on the dollar? I'm Christy Moore, founder of Local Expert Realty. With our new five-day sales strategy, we got our sellers an average of $46,000 more than expected. It's not for everyone, but if you have a house to sell now, we can sell it for top dollar in five days. No lowball investor offers. Call now at 866-404-5858. 866-404-5858. Certain conditions or exceptions may apply. 
Listen to what another listener had to say about us. The advice that she gives, if you listen to it, you do what she says, you'll sell your house in a hurry. Christy would get the house sold, and that's really what we were after. Our house sold in uh, three days. We listed uh, and ended up with $9,000 more than we were asking for the house. We were delighted with that. Everything was handled just in an incredible professional way. If you want to sell your house, call now at 866-404-5858. This is Rich Becker, producer of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. The radio ministry of Real Talk with Dr. Anderson is made possible by the generosity of listeners like you. If this nonprofit ministry is a blessing to you, will you prayerfully consider partnering with us? With an ongoing monthly gift of $30 or more, you'll become a Real Talk partner. As a way of saying thank you, we would love to send you a signed copy of Dr. Anderson's book, Gracism. Thank you for making this important ministry possible. We can't do it without you. Visit andersonspeaks.com and simply click the donate button to support Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's andersonspeaks.com. And thank you so much for your uh, loving support and your prayers. Let me go right to the phone lines for my final call. Maurice is in Pasadena, Maryland. Hello, Maurice. How are you today? How are you doing, doctor? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me. Yeah, what are you thinking? Real quick, I just wanted to just uh, suggest, I thank you for opening up the phone. We're talking about uh, spiritual authority. I think that also along with that, we need, we should caution our brothers and sisters that uh, spiritual authority only lines up when you make that request that God approves of. Mm -hmm. Too often, many brothers and sisters Mm. are caught up with, they, I remember so many people were falling up under the teachings where they would. Uh, work at McDonald's, and, but they wanted to have a house that they that a millionaire. <laughs> they were out here walking, walking around houses and mm. naming and claiming housing, and mm. people would do things uh, trusting God, but didn't and didn't hear God's voice. But mm-hmm. too often, I think uh, there's a, a bad movement that has taken mm. over the Christian church, where people begin to claim, proclaim spiritual authority over something that God has mm. not approved over. Hey, uh, you know what? So we walk out there and start. Yeah, that's that's some good word right there. That's a good warning, Maurice. People <laughs> naming and claiming cars and <laughs> all kind of things, eating fried, uh, eating eating uh, uh, cake and praying against diabetes. No, I get you. You're right on, man. Thank you. Exactly. Yes, sir. That's right. That's all I'm saying. Yes, sir. We should take that's that good. That's a, to, we should just do that because too many people. That's a good do that. warning. Thank you, sir. That's a good warning. Thank you. That's from Pasadena, Maurice. That's a good warning in case uh, you take it too far and don't understand that spiritual authority. Again, it's connected to the gates that the enemy has placed around uh, certain things. And so, when you are praying, when you are dec- dec- uh, declaring and decreeing, you got to make sure it's in line with God's word and with God's will. This is good stuff. Don't you don't you love my listeners? Thank you so much for your conversation today. Thank you for this topic because I believe it will, will release someone who may have been uh, shaking in their faith, weak in their faith, not speaking what the word of God says. The best thing you can do is declare and decree God's word. If God said it, then you can declare it. And if God's decreed it, then you can repeat it. Because when you repeat what God decrees, you're only saying what God's word is. 
And God is always going to honor his word. You know what Isaiah 55 says? He's going to send that word out to do exactly what he called it to do, and it will not return void. Amen? Hey, let's say a prayer together. Heavenly Father, thank you for the show. Thank you for the teaching. Thank you for the talking. And we just pray, God, that we are stimulated because of of uh, a great opportunity to sharpen one another as we build bridges one to another. For it is in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen and amen. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.